Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. Knicks win, 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 win. Hot damn. Young Knicks defeat the Heat. Knicks win a close one. Three in a row now. Knicks win four in a row, motherfuckers. <laughs> what up, Knicks fans? And what is up for the second time tonight? Barry motherfucking D. What is up, Greg? <laughs> yeah, we just recorded the whole fucking show before we realized we weren't recording. Or I wasn't recording, so... You guys want to lay it on me right now? Since I would be video? laying it on you. Recording the video. I wasn't recording the video. Yeah. Yeah, it's on that, you. This is dedication that we are now starting again from scratch. It's dedicate a, a little bit of insanity also, but dedication, right? And that's Blanderson Hooper, by the way. Hello, Blanderson. Uh, yeah, I mean, Barry and Jay did not want to start over. They just no. wanted me to say that for 28 minutes, there was technical difficulties in the YouTube show. Because we had the audio recorded, and this is a podcast. We could have just put it out as a podcast. <laughs> So do me a favor. If you listen to the podcast and you don't li- watch the YouTube, please fucking go and watch the YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube yes, channel. Yes, especially yeah, make, it make it worth. Make it worth. Make it worth it because I told Barry and Jay that we have to record the YouTube show again. So we're starting all fucking over. Even though our YouTube re- audience is a fraction of our <laughs> podcast listening audience. Well, yes, but they're we're important too, Barry. The magic. Are they not important? Yes, they're they're equally. Everyone important. is important. Yes. We don't want to disrupt the way that they intake It's a Hard Nick's Life. No, listen. It's a hard enough Nick's life than to find out that your favorite new YouTube show or your favorite podcast isn't what you thought it was this week. Hmm. You guys really thought someone's going to sit through 28 minutes of our logo. Or they could have just listened to it like, you know, like a podcast. Yeah. Uh, but then they don't get to see your beautiful face, Blandy. I don't. I don't think anybody. What does that sound? That. Oh, that was the uh, the ice thing for the for the fridge. So always shit going. Are you not in the same spot as always? No, I am. That wire runs down through the basement. Hmm. Hmm. Well, <laughs> remember to leave us some ratings and reviews wherever you listen to the show. For Harnix Life merch, go to harnixlife.threadless.com and check out our YouTube channel, which we just talked about. Link in the description below. And please. Subscribe to the one podcast that makes it all better. And please, subscribe to the one podcast that makes it all better. And please, look at Barry pretending like he hasn't already heard this whole fucking bit. (laughs) (laughs) Subscribe to the one podcast that makes it all better. Oh, yes. Now I do. Now you remember? Now I remember. Why did I just repeat that three times? Four times. I don't know. I don't know, Blandy. Why don't you play voicemail number one? Barry, if I want to give you my point two, three, four times, you fucking listen. That's it. I was in the middle of a turning signal, and I was looking elsewhere, so I had to repeat myself three or four times. 
because I was literally thinking about what I was saying. The fact that I'm listening to it over and I said this shit three, four times, my bad. But if I want to say three or four times of my point, you sit there and listen. I'm sorry I pissed you off, but I hope you have a great day. Brandon is starting to sound like Uncle Funkle, no? Is it just me? I caught that. I, I thought so. And what did he say? It was because of he was, it was a turn signal? It was a turn signal. I guess he was thinking about where he was going. He wasn't sure what he was saying, so he wanted to make sure he got his point across. But why it's was he, I, he I sitting Brandon. at a light for that long? Still don't get that. They got long lights in certain well, places. No, very, you know. It's that time of year as college basketball takes center stage with the tournament finally upon us. If you're looking to wager this year, Bet Online is the number one spot for all your updated odds and info, along with great contests, including the bracket contest, where you have a chance to take home the top prize. Head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code BLEAV to get started. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite casino games. Bet Online, where the game starts. Four game winning streak for the Knicks, guys. For weeks, I was rooting for a tank. Uh,. We begged for the for the young guys to start playing. They finally have, and they're continuing to play well. Winners of nine of our last 13 games, our first four-game winning streak of the season, by the way. Two huge wins against two of the better teams in the NBA, Miami Heat and the Chicago Bulls. RJ's gotten up to 20 points per game. Obi Toppin's playing well, 17 against the Bulls. Thibodeau actually kept him in almost that entire fourth quarter. Finally brought back that dark cloud, Julius Randle, for the final three, four minutes of the game. And when the rest of the team was celebrating that four-game winning streak, he was chucking the ball, walking with his head down into the locker room. And then today, reports are surfacing that apparently Julius Randle, after the game, told the Knicks front office, who I guess apparently went up to him. I don't know if it's true, because... The reports started on Twitter, but WFAN's been talking about it. SNY's been talking about it today. But anyway, according to some reports, members of the front office went up to Randall after the game to check on him, and he is now asked to be traded this offseason. He reportedly wants out of New York. Let's listen to what Devin had to say. Blendy, play voicemail number two. What's up, boys? This is Devin from Long Island calling in. This is the morning after the Bulls win. Julius, another stinker. I think whether you want Julius on the team or not, I think after last night's game, it's clear. We don't need him. I mean, we had two seasons of bum Julius. We had one season of good Julius. And after this last, I don't know, 10-game stretch, I think I speak for all Knicks fans that uh, we just don't want Julius on the team anymore. There's no need. Let's go Knicks. Barry, do you want fucking Julius on this team anymore? Or do you want to keep smiling with Obi Toppin for the rest of this season and into eternity? What do you want? Yeah, keep the smiles coming, man. We all need some happiness in our life, and Julius is certainly not bringing it to us. I mean, he's miserable. Uh, Mark Berman reported that one person close to the team described Randall's behavior the entire season as incorrigible. Incorrigible, what does that mean? Do you know Blandy? Something negative. Something uh, you're like impossible to deal with. Well, right, right. So sounds like the Julius, worst. Yeah. The the worst thing for a team 
especially a predominantly young team like we have with the Knicks, who's trying to pull themselves up the ranks in the NBA the last couple of years, is a player, let alone your money-making player, your your so-called leader of the team, being miserable, dogging it, not leading by example, pretty much all the, the things opposite of what he was doing last year that we were praising him for. It's like, what the fuck? Get, get the hell out of here. What are you doing? What is it that finally caused this? So we've seen him, we've seen his negative energy all season long, right? Against the Miami Heat in Miami when the Knicks were winning. I saw him on the bench in his little fucking pink short suit. Did you see that suit? Yeah, Cheering I Cheering the I Knicks on, excited to see them winning, right? But then against Chicago with the Knicks winning, I didn't see him up cheering on his teammates once. You saw him walking off at the end of the game while everyone else was cheering at center court. You saw him for those final four minutes when Thibodeau brought him in. RJ had the ball, quickly had the ball. Julius just walking up the side of the court, not a part of the offense at all. Was this was the game against Chicago sort of the, the tipping point for him, seeing that he's kind of getting left behind here? I guess. I mean, yeah, the, everybody else on the team was was celebrating that win. You know, and again, you know, at this point in the season, it's, you know, it's kind of false hope to think that you're going to make it to the play-in game because it's just too many, too many things would have to fall their way. They're playing to win just to get better. They're playing for Tibbs, all this stuff. And the fact that Randall can't celebrate with them, you know, and, and he can't, he can't bring himself to be part of this winning culture that the Knicks are trying to create here. It's like good riddance. Don't let the door, don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. I mean, listen, he had a horrible shooting night. The fans booed him. Fans were cheering for Obi when, when Randall was in the game. Uh, you know, stuff's been building up all year. I'm, if, I mean, if these reports are true, then maybe he just hit his breaking point. And one of the reports is that Julius is frustrated because the front office, apparently when they signed him to the extension, told him he was going to be a focal point of the offense. Offense was going to be running through him. And it hasn't been. So he seems frustrated with that, supposedly. There was also, I read something today, I don't know, I think it might have been from Mark Berman, that at times this season he's dressing separately than the other, like in a separate area than the other Nick players. Yeah. There's like between that, between him staying, I know people say we make too much of him standing on the side of timeouts, not being with the team. He doesn't, he's not part of the starting lineup introductions or something? Is that accurate? Yeah, in road games, he, he's not part of the starting lineup. Where is he? He's, he's, he? Where is they he? They say he's still practicing. He's like taking shots on the basket. Whatever. I mean, I don't really That's care about that. But the fact that he's kind yeah. of being a loner and isolating himself from the team when you're supposed to lead the team, it's like, come on. And, and the other players anyway, they play better when he's not on the court. Especially like seeing quickly an RJ at the end of that game. Uh, quickly he's playing the point really well because he's finally getting a chance to do it. He's feeding Mitch, feeding Obi. RJ's sharing the ball. Mitch has been bitching all season on social media and on Instagram, right, about wishing there was more sharing of the ball, not liking ISO ball. Yeah. I think Mitch might want out because of that. Yeah, it's such a much better brand of basketball to watch these young guys play when Randall's out on the court. We see the ball flipping around. Guys are cutting, which they're not doing when Randall's out there. It's not like Randall's selfish a lot of the time. You know, he is the assist leader on the team. He's looking to get players involved. But when he gets the ball, 
the, the the way his game works is he's got to hold on to the ball so that he could dribble. He can he can draw another defender over to get somebody open. When he's not out there, guys have to make plays for themselves. Guys have to move off the ball to make plays for themselves. He clogs up the team. And everybody else on this team plays better when he's not on the court. And if you're a leader, you, you can't have that. You know, you're, you're supposed to make the other players better. And he's just not doing it. Yeah, and you can't... Um... You can't forget about just his negative energy that's been around all season. That seems to be getting worse every game. What happened at the end of the Utah game, right? What happened at the end of the Miami game. Um, yeah, all season and, long. It's been at the forefront. Yeah. And then what's interesting is the young guys, you know, like Obi, um, Deuce, is, who has been riding the bench, Grimes before he started playing, have all had great attitudes all year. And you're seeing Obi out there smiling right now when all season long he was getting pulled it was a very short leash for Tom Thibodeau with the young guys. They'd get pulled after one mistake. But the one guy Thibodeau's been loyal to all season long and has played through his ups and downs, through his negative energy, his positive energy, it didn't matter. He always gave Julius Randle the benefit of the doubt. And the one guy who probably shouldn't be complaining, who's been getting minutes all season long and has been a focal point of the offense for much of the season until it became clear that really... Maybe we should give RJ some of the fucking ball is Julius Randle. But here he is at the end of the season, miserable, demanding a trade. What else does he want? What else does he want Thibodeau in the front office to do for him? You know, haven't they given him every chance? He's been playing like 40 minutes a game all year. Yeah, what does he it, fucking it's just, want? It's the whole idea that the grass is greener on the other side. He thinks he's going to be happier somewhere else. And you know, look, look at the, the young guys on this team, like you said, that haven't been getting minutes and how happy they are. And I don't know if, if, I, if I said this on this recording or the other recording. <laughs> with you. But look at how happy they are. Be like Brandon. Say it three or right. four times. Yeah, I'll say it three fucking times. I don't care. Who gives a fuck. Um, yeah, look at how happy they are. And they've been, they're getting yelled at for 48 minutes a game from Coach Thibodeau, right? Yelling at them constantly. Yet they're out there having fun. They're playing their asses off in games that are meaningless for Tibbs, for themselves, for each other. And Randall wants nothing to do with them. You know, it's it's not good for, for, for the culture that Knicks are trying to bring. And I think the Knicks have done a good job overall at creating a good culture. This negativity that Randall's feeling, I don't think it comes from the Knicks. He may say that it is. I don't think it is. I think it's a Randall issue. It's not a Knicks issue. Now, are Randall supporters going to blame Knicks fans for booing him, for getting on be him, fans. for turning on him? And New York isn't the only place that's going to give it to somebody. You know, any of the big markets, New York, Boston, Philly, they're going to let you hear it if you're not performing, if you're not trying at least, if you're not hustling. I'm sorry. That's the way it is. And you got to know that. The Knicks fans, we don't, they don't like, they don't like the ISO ball. When Melo was here, it was a problem. There were a lot of fans that turned on Melo in his final season because the Knicks were not winning and Melo was playing that ISO brand of ball, not sharing the ball, not involving everyone else. And it's similar with Randall. We're not winning. If we were, fans probably wouldn't have much of a problem with it. But he, we're, not, we're not winning. He's a negative energy. He, he, he's, the ball stops with him. We see a lot of potential in all these young guys we got, right? Obi, Deuce, Grimes, Quickly, RJ, Mitch, uh, Reddish. We saw a glimpse of something from before he went out. We've got a lot of guys that deserve some time. And we can't gloss over Quickly 
you know, and, and lump him no. in there because the, the way he's been playing lately is what we thought we were going to see all season long, which, and it's been phenomenal. Uh, the life that he brings into this team, there's no denying his presence, you know, um, when he's on the court. He's just got so much energy and it's infectious, and his play has just risen up. And, you know, if you look at guys that it's their second year in the league, with their per 36 numbers, IQ is 15th in points per 36 with 17.1. And not that surprising, right, for that. But you know where Obi Toppin is on the list? He's in 11th. He's got 17.8 per 36. The dude's getting 15 that. minutes. You knew that, right? I knew that too. Yeah, because we said it before. Yeah. <laughs> said it before. But the dude's getting fi- the point is the dude's getting 15 minutes, and here he is in number eight overall pick in his second year on a bottom third tier team, and he's only getting 15 minutes a game. And again, once Randall gets out the door, that's going to open this up for him. And I know he's a different type of player than Randall. He's not going to put up those types of numbers across his stat sheet, but it's going to be conducive to the way that these guys want to play basketball. Maybe the Knicks can get rid of Randall. Maybe there's some value to him, right? He he is a 20-point, 10-board, 5-6-assist guy. He's had a This season might not be as good as last year, but... Some team that can't get that second, third, or maybe even first superstar might want to get, might want to trade for him. Yeah, I think there's still value there with Randall. It's not a crazy contract. There's much worse contracts around the league. It's not an albatross. It's it's a fair contract, I think, for him. It right, should he, be one that they can move. He signed for below market value, mm. and he's still young. I mean, he'll only be 27 at the beginning of next season. He turns 28 in November, but I mean, he's not an old guy. He's still in the prime of his career. And maybe if we're lucky, with these like last few weeks that the Knicks front office have seen from the young guys, including Obi and Quickly, knowing what they have in Grimes, maybe they can actually use Randall to to get to fill a position of need, whether it's point guard or whatever, or someone on the bench. Leave that spot open for Obi to start next year. You know, set it up so that we don't have any overlap. We don't have any of these fucking issues, and. The guys who need to get minutes are getting minutes because we know that when we drafted Obi, everyone was like, well, we got Randall. Where's he going to get? How's he going to get time? And it's been a problem ever since. It causes problems on the team. I think when it comes down to it, Randall is a better overall player than, than Obi is. You're not getting 20 and 10 and 5 from Obi Toppin. I don't think, I don't think that's realistic at all. So Randall is definitely better. But is Obi a better fit for the way the offense needs to run? I mean, if you look at the last few games, it seems like, yes, he, he is, you know? He can't do the things that Randall does, but if he could do what the team needs him to do within the system, that's all that really matters. Well, he can't do what Randall does, but the ball's not going to stop with him, right. right? He plays in, in the offense. He does things that Randall doesn't do. Um, he's got a fucking smile all the time. And go. he makes all of us happy. And it's a hard enough Nick's life to not be happy as much mm. as we can be. Julius, you could see the hard Nick's life on his face. He wants out. He wants out. Barry, do you want to tell the listeners about Athletic Greens? Sure. Because that I is think, something uh, that if they are struggling, right, and they, mm. it helps, it probably helps with your mental health, right? Julius could probably use some Athletic Greens. It's worth Why a not? shot. Yeah, And I mean, we're talking about 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. You know, th- this is going to support gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, right? Randall could certainly use energy. 
uh, recovery, <laughs> focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle friendly, and it fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free trial pa- travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, that. take your take ownership of your health. <laughs> by the way, the by the way, a guy mm. going back to a guy who doesn't need any any extra energy is quickly. It's interesting now because for a few weeks, Burks has been slotted in as a starting point guard, right? Yes, but quickly has been proving Thibodeau doubters of him wrong. Because he is playing almost the entire fourth quarters lately. And I don't think we're getting these wins without quickly running the offense, um, having some big offensive games here. Not in the last one, but he still ran the offense really well for a guy who many people a few weeks ago were saying it could never be a starting point guard, right? It's just right. like a is a is a role player off the bench, maybe a third or fourth guard. I believe fucking that asshole Tommy D said something like that. Oh, you um, said his name. Oh shit! I believe there's someone. Your nemesis. Should I believe that? <laughs> <laughs> My arch nemesis, who DM'd me until I was forced to block him, um, was saying that yeah, he he's not a point guard. Could never be a point guard. But here he is playing a pretty good fucking point guard. Do the Knicks need to still find a point guard in the off season, yes. or are they gonna feel that they found their point guard because of a handful of games here at the end of the season, which could be a huge fucking mistake. To make that assumption. No, we need a point guard. Yeah, if you can get I your agree. hands I agree with on, you a, on, on a reputable point guard, you, you go after him. You have Again, to. Again, they've got can't... a lot of priorities they're going to need. But As much as I but, like I mean, Quickly, the biggest. as much as I like what Quickly's done, and I hope that maybe he can be their point guard, you can't put all your eggs in the Quickly basket because that can no. fuck your whole next season. Got to get someone else. And you can't count on Derrick Rose either. Right, right. We know that. Do we want to listen to some Tib sound from after the Chicago game? Sure. Plenty. Play some of that. All right. So I'll I'll set it up because uh, it was hard to Real Tibs. Not as much of a hit as fake Tibs was. This is real Tibs. Barry, have you been practicing this week at all? Uh, No. You don't need to. It's perfect. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Wow. High praise, Craig. All right, so um, no, you got to practice. Um, you got to practice well to play well. <laughs> Ian Begley had asked him about uh, the four-game winning streak and just uh, how fans and observers, uh, you know, have been calling for for losses to help with the uh, the lottery. And um, so here was his answer to Ian Begley about you know how he feels about that. Knicks fans and observers wanting the Knicks to, to lose to increase their lottery chances. Well, I think, you know, the big thing is we're playing all these young guys and they're getting valuable experience, right? And you're never eliminated until you're eliminated. And so I don't want a, a, a quitting spirit in our team. I want to keep fighting. And so until we're eliminated, we're going to keep fighting. And so, and we've got a number of guys that are growing um, and that's what we're trying to do. I don't believe in that other stuff. 
so no quit, no quit with his team. Uh, somebody else brought up the four-game winning streak and how well they've played since the uh, All-Star break and said you could look at it one of two ways. You could look at it as, hey, you guys are playing great, or the other way is how how come it took you guys so long to play this way. So here's Tibbs again. Well, I mean, there were some good mo- moments early on, too. Then you have to, you know, we'll do a deep dive after the season. I have some pretty good ideas why, you know, so. He's got some good ideas why. He didn't want to share anything, but he's he's got some. Isn't that, I mean, what, what are you talking about? You've got some good ideas why you're going to evaluate it after the season? What about evaluating it during the season? What, like you have to wait an entire season? Can we not fix it in season? I, I guess it I took an entire to season to figure here. out what's been because going on. Randall's, Randall's the whole so. Randall's the reason why they weren't winning. And, you think that you know, Thibodeau so realizes <laughs> now that Randall's the reason? Uh, well, speaking of Julius, he was asked about Julius and his uh, rough shooting night, and this is what he had to say. Which honestly, well, I'll I'll comment on it afterwards. But is you could play well when you don't shoot well. Like I think the thirteen rebounds, that's huge, right? So. You're not shooting well. How can you help the team win? Right. That's and that's where I want to focus. And no one's going to play great in, in every game, you know. But you can help your team, hustle, rebound, chase a ball down, you know, take a charge, you know, whatever it might be. You set a great screen, you know. Uh, so, I mean. Hustle, such bullshit. Take a such great, a bullshit make, answer. A great screen, take a take a charge. Like, like he's not doing those things. Is he doing Especially any of that? Not hustling. No, no. I mean, yeah. Such he's a, I mean, give me it's such a assist, bullshit but... response. If any of the young guys were shooting like one for ten, one for eleven, they wouldn't even be in the game long enough to shoot that way. No, yeah, that There's and no it wasn't way. even like in part of the question was Randall only had five points. I don't think that that was said in there, right? Wasn't it more just that, right? I, I didn't miss here, right? They, they, they didn't mention they the point about his total. Poor shooting night, and he his oh, poor whole idea was night. he still contributed yeah. even though he didn't score. Yeah, that, that was his point. Bunch of BS. Um. All right, just talking about uh, things that they need to work on. End up right now, you know, and look, we, there's things we can work on. We can work on finishing. We can work, work on all a lot of things that you you want to be working on in game situations. So I think in, we're getting a lot of information, you know. So it's good. That's that's what you, you want it to be. So like I don't know, like, like it seems like everyone has you know a different idea as to how this should be approached. It shouldn't be approached any different than you know what's best for the team, what's best for the growth of your players. You know when you talk about player development. That, that's the, the biggest misnomer is like it's a, a guy, you know, working one on zero with a, with a skills coach. That's nothing. That's nothing. It's how you do everything. It's how you execute. It's how you con- concentrate. It's how you prepare, right? Your ability to think on your feet. Can you help your team? It's not about yourself. It's about the team. Mm. Hmm, very enlightening. Hmm. And then just uh, last thing, finishing up, talking about the, the young guys getting their time now. You know, like it's, so sometimes you may think a game is over. I mean, you guys see it all the time. Teams come back from big deficits all the time, right? So 
maybe you're down in a game and you want to get a look at playing small, right? So you put your small lineup in so you, they can get experience in the game to see how you can make up ground quickly. So it's, there's nothing you could do in practice that could rep, replicate the intensity of a game. So why would you not use the game for your young guys to develop? And we have a number of young guys. You know, people forget Julius is doing Oh, he's about to say that Julius is a young guy. Yeah. Did he just say, like, why wouldn't you want to get a look at the young guys in, in the game? Is that what he said? Yeah. 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 Dude, like, what? Come on. That's not your what you do. <laughs> what is he talking about? And saying all year that it basically, when you, if you practice well, you're going to end up playing in the game. If you're not practicing well, you're not going to end up in the game. Basically implying that you can, these guys are developing in practice. And I mean, we've been saying all along that, and everyone does, there's nothing like the game to teach the young right. guys how to play or yeah. to see what they can do or to see if someone can shine in a, in a game or, or start quickly. Maybe he does just, you catch lightning in a bottle with quickly that you don't see in practice starting the game. Oh, tips. I mean, listen, he's obviously bristling at some of the criticisms. I mean, what it was, was it the game before where he talked about all in the post game about the nitpicking about everybody, yeah. you know, right. So, I mean, he, he hears the criticism. That's, that's for sure. So he's fucking embarrassed. He's embarrassed right now that, that Nick's Twitter was right all season and it's proving right in these final weeks of the season, even if it was just a coincidence. And even if Knicks fans aren't right. He's fucking, you know, he's embarrassed. You, he has yeah. to be. He's been saying all year, he's been starting the vets and the young guy, basically the young guys can't hold, can't hold a candle to the vets. And here the young guys come in and they're on their first four game winning streak of the season. Yeah. And you got to remember, like a lot of these teams that they're beating, not all of them, but a lot of these teams that are beating are, are playing are for, good teams. For, for stakes. Good teams. You know, the Bulls who are fighting Chicago for position. Miami are. Yeah, Absolutely. Charlotte, Charlotte, Chicago, well, and Miami, three of the four wins. Yeah. Nine of 13. Nine of 13. Yeah, above 500 since the All-Star break, these Knicks. And Julius is unnecessary out there. Detrimental, one might say. Detrimental. Y'all hear that music. Y'all hear it. Blandy, do you have the wheel ready? I do have the wheel ready. It is time for the news with Blanderson Hooper, presented by... Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company who's changing the Crumb Cake game. Blandy, what is your favorite? Well, play the sexy music. Okay. Can't forget about that. Your favorite three things, because I don't think we can hear about the Danny Boy Crumb Cake. Yeah, no. Did you have something planned for this? Or are you just going to wait? I was just going to talk a little bit about the Crumbkins, but you can ask me whatever you want to Tell us about the Crumbkins. I was going to say, what are your favorite three things that you can get at Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company? But you want to talk about the Crumbkins. I just wanted to bring up the Crumbkins. You know, we're always talking about the Crumb Cake itself. I think if you're not someone who's looking for for a big bite if you're looking for something that's a little bit smaller something you could have on the go something if you're counting your calories and trying to watch your weight you could always go with their world famous uh famous crumpkins what do they call it if you're not like a size whore size queen what is it excuse me isn't that like a thing size Size doesn't matter to you oh okay no uh i don't know sounds like you're trying to make a comment like I made last week with my uh, with my chocolate cake. Now we're going. No, I'm not. 
It's not even close to that. I don't know. All right, so if size doesn't matter, you can go with the Crumpkins. Yeah, I mean, you could go with uh, you could go with the Crumpkins. It's basically their crumb cake in mini muffin form. Uh, and basically, you could get that in, in any one of a number of, of different flavors. Um, they come in little packages, and like I said, they're, they're tiny. You could take them on the go if you want. Um, they're spectacular. Now, if you want me to talk about what's the best stuff to get there. <laughs> no, no, I, mean, I don't think we need to. I think that's enough. Okay. <laughs> I just stop. have one question. Do you, do you have as much fun with the Crumpkins as a full size? Well, I mean, it's no. I mean, short answer, no. I could give you a long answer, but we probably don't have time for that. There's obviously okay. a lot more you can do with a full crumb cake than you could with a tiny right. little... Like, you want your crumb cake to have a little bit of girth, a little bit of size to it. Yeah. For certain right. kinds of things. How Harry's... many crumbkins can you fit in your... On your penis. Mouth. What? In your what? <laughs> oh your mouth. In your mouth? How many crumpkins can you fit? Three? I mean, they're not that at the, small. They're not. Yeah, I mean, maybe two, if even one and a half. That's probably it. I would think. From holiday gift boxes to the world famous crumpkins, Ralph is throwing up right now. <laughs> they even have a crumb cake of the month subscription you get for three, six, or twelve months. Go to ClarksonHaveCrumb.com. Use promo code HardnessLife for twenty-three percent off your order. Spin that wheel, Blandy. Here we go. Um, so we only have the one wheel this week, and there's a, been a little bit of a melding of the of the wheels, so just be aware. What are the options? Just tell us all the options on the wheel real fast. Don't all spend of them? Time. Yeah, yeah, how many are there? Yeah, we we've, don't know what we're yeah. with. We've got um, French, Irish, Scottish, Russian. We've got a couple of different English. Um, there's a Brooklyn, Southern. Uh, we've got DJ. We've got Dr. Dickey. Uh, I've got a Batman option in there. I don't know if, how you feel about that. I don't. There's a feel teenage girl that. option. I like it. Uh, I'm very. Uh, you like what? the Batman option? I do I like the Batman option. option. Yeah, I like the yeah because you know I, I'm around 12 and 13 year old girls all all day long at school, so you know they have a certain way that they that they talk and uh, and then it's not an accent, but about to crap your pants has made the move from the other wheel to this one just because Great. I mean all that's right, a yeah. really valuable one. And I, think that's I don't one. think yeah. we should deprive listeners of of the possibility of about to crap your pants. So yeah, let's see what we get. All right, here we go. It's exciting. All right, so I gotta, I I have to. Um, all right, I'm gonna read this no. to you really. Oh, he's, <laughs> he's got the crap. He's crapping his really pants. really quickly. So. <laughs> Um, all right, so just really quick on the injuries. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, you're making me have to crap everything. in my pants. What are you oh, doing? Oh, my God. Uh, Paul, jo- <laughs> Paul George is um, Paul George is back for the uh, Clippers. He missed 43 games. <laughs> oh, no. Did a little just oh, come just out? Maybe? One? With, right? a, with, a, with a torn... Something, something, and like his owner, or something, uh, something like that. Uh, Robert Williams. Brandy, uh, you don't happen to have any f- like fart drops right now. You could be. I know, but that would be great right now. Like you, <laughs> can you get that and add that in after the fact, Craig? Sure. Um, yeah, Robert Williams is Celtics. He tore a meniscus in his his knee. He's out several weeks. Not good for the for the Celtics as they 
As they push uh, for the playoffs, um, Shea, Shea Gilgis, Alexander, out for the season. He's done with an ankle injury. Jeremy Grant, out for the year with a calf injury. Uh, James Wiseman is ruled out for the, for the, the entire year uh, for, 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 the, uh, for the Warriors. The Warriors. Um, and then uh, two other things really quick. Uh, I don't know if you were watching the Oscars the other night. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal and... Uh, Steph Curry uh, won an Oscar for. What did you eat? Some, for what did you eat for dinner tonight? Uh, you all right. What was it? Nachos. <laughs> and I washed it down with a big vanilla shake. <laughs> and uh, I'm lactose intolerant. And. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you. You do this like way. you do this like blinking thing. You're like. Batting your eyes a lot when you have to take because I'm just I'm trying to. It's to shut not the door, easy. trying to seal the seal the exit. So anyway, you do know, you do, uh, know at, you do remember at sleepaway camp, I went three weeks without shitting once. Well, I'll it, I'll be lucky if I could go three minutes. Uh, right now, if I could get uh, well, let's get this, this new thing. segment done so you can go take yeah, it. Yeah, so down. this this documentary called "The Queen of Basketball" about this woman Lucy Harris. Uh, also, I don't know if you were watching the Oscars. Uh, former um, Bel Air prep uh, basketball star Will Smith actually um smacked chris rock i don't know if you saw that what no yeah, yeah. i have no idea really no. yeah I didn't, I didn't Bel- uh that. yeah he's, <laughs> it's been a long time since bel-air prep i mean he was the top recruit back then but um um and then uh last thing just you know we're talking about the draft and everything before tankathon uh although actually maybe we weren't talking about that maybe that was the first day <laughs> when we when we the first recording um some <laughs> sophomore from from Iowa Keegan Murray has announced that he is he's going to uh enter the draft and he is according to ESPN the top 5 um the number 5 prospect in the in the country right now so he's the first underclassman he's a sophomore to to declare for the draft that's it got to go oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, the toilet flush and everything. That was fast, Landy. Wow, you got it all out. No better? Did you, there's no way you you shat and wiped in three seconds, I, right there. Let's just say that I have some cleaning up to do when this when this is all over, and that's the way. Basketball bounces. All right, guys, that's going to do for today's show. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's a hardnextlife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at hardnextlife, Barry at Barry Dworkin, Blandy at Blandy Hooper, and you can call us at 516-33-MESH-1. Thank you for to Devin for calling in this week. Thank you to Brandon. Thank you to Ralph. If we did play your voicemail, Uncle Funkle, don't let that deter you. We cannot play everyone's voicemails every single week, but we will always do our best. Landy giving everyone another look at the bathroom. You should have. I should have put this up as I did. You could have been looking over your shoulder at that at that bathroom <laughs> longingly. Like, how do I get in there? Could you pretend to run in there or you just run into like something else? <laughs> I mean, I just run, but you, you know, my real bathroom is right behind me, so... Might be in the same position. Ooh. All right, this guy. <laughs> chills. <laughs> Shit. What are you getting chills from? I got the chills. I don't know. Did you give the, the phone way, number? Did you give the phone number? I gave the phone number. Okay. Sorry. 
I, I spun the, the wheel, you know, and it's all different colors. Each part of the wheel is a different color. <laughs> the, it just automatically does it. The about to crap your pants one, it's the color brown. No joke. Mm, nice. Just automatically made it brown. <laughs> speaking, of, um, speaking of brown, real quick, you want to play a game of shits and giggles? Oh. I don't even, is that a game? Uh, I'm going to make it a game right now. Because some people may think the Knicks actually have a chance to make the play-in. So we're going to play shits and giggles. Ready? The Hawks are at 38 and 37. I'm going to tell you who their opponents are. You'll tell me if it's a win or a loss. All right? See if it's possible. OKC. Win. Win. Right. Okay, the Cavs. Loss. Evan Mobley hurt himself yesterday. Hurt his ankle. Who knows? They play the Nets. Win. Really? Yeah. Who did the Nets lose to? Uh, what did the Nets do tonight? They played. Uh, they were losing to Detroit at halftime by six. Did they win? No, they, they then they won were winning. One thirty to one twenty-three. Oh yeah. The Raptors. Wait, are we gonna do this for every team now? Yeah, this isn't Knicks? a lot it's of fun. Two teams. Is it, the Hawks and Charlotte. Where are the fucking giggles? Yeah, but I don't want to go through their entire schedule. <laughs> where are the giggles? Schedule. Where are the giggles? <laughs> all right. Is I guess the point is there's no giggles. There's no giggles. It's all shit. Because yeah, it's it's not gonna happen. There's some tough teams there's that the Hawks and Charles playing, but there's like, also some some clunkers. Aren't we like five no, games out and there's six and we don't games have the left? It's over. Yeah. We'd have to go undefeated and they would have to like lose everything. No, we'd have to go like five and one. And they'd have to go like one and five, right? Yeah, it's not Pretty happening. Pretty much. It's Pretty not happening. much not happening. I don't need fucking a shits and giggles game to tell us that. Tom Thibodeau um, told me that until they're mathematically out, they have to play to win. He you know what's funny? Quitters. Tom Thibodeau says he didn't. they're not quitters, but he quit. Once he started playing the young guys, he quit. Because he would have been just playing. The, he wouldn't have been doing that. Until mm. he knew it was over. He knows it's over. He's not uh, going to be throwing uh, games. But he changed the way he was coaching when he felt the season was over. He finally relented when to him the season was over. Isn't that quitting? Hmm. It is. Yeah, he can twist it around however he sees it fit he at the moment. That's what he does. <laughs> I wanted to put out there, I'm going to the to the game on Saturday, 1 o'clock, mm. versus the mm. Cavs. What section are you in? Somewhere in the 200s. Oh, well. They're not great okay. seats. I'm not, you know, like Barry. I don't have the, I don't have that bicycle money. Uh, no, I was going to tell people really if they want to visit you, you're in well, section whatever, but somewhere in the 200s isn't really helpful. So, I mean, I can give, I can look right now for an exact. Uh, taking my boys, it, it'll be their first ever basketball game, their first professional, I should say, basketball game. Oh, really? Awesome. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. So I've been quizzing them on names and stuff, uh, make sure they're ready. I, you know, Callum the other night said to me, I, I really need you to like start explaining all of the rules to me so I know what's going on. So I was like, uh, okay. So oh You're in section 225, row two. Is that, is that what I told you? Oh, you bought me the tickets. That's right. But not, I mean, I didn't buy you the tickets. Exactly. But you know what I mean. You bought the tickets yeah. for me. 225? There you yeah. go. It's not right. any more of a clarification. So section 225. But, okay. 225 if you want to go see Blandy do uh you're going to be bringing some crumb cakes to no people can shout out impressions at you you'll do impressions on the spot there you go yeah why not dance for me clown mode have some you know have a hot dog have some pretzels some popcorn no have a good time there you go 
All the all trains right, have, are messed up though, so there, yeah. it's like a two hour ride in. Well have fun at the game, Blandy. Yeah, I plan on it. Until next time. Until next week. There's not many weeks left in this season, but oh. no. Until next time, it is a hard Nick's life. It's a hard Nick's life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.